0: Hello, and welcome back to the Holistically Awakened podcast. I'm your host, Laurence, And today we are going to get into a lot. It's really about protecting your mental health with the whole chaos in the world and how to really start to take back control of your day and ultimately your life. Before we get into that, I want to remind you that the Intuitive Woman is still open for enrollment. The date where applications will be closing is December 21st. I only have three spots open when those fill up, it will be full. And the early bird pricing will be ending on December 21st. And for those three spots, pricing will be increasing in uh, 2022. So if this is something that you are feeling like you're resonating with, you're not sure, think that it might be something for you you have any questions? Please reach out. Um, the program page, I will put the link in the show notes. But this is really about learning how to approach your health whether that's hormonal balances, PCOS specifically, um, from a holistic standpoint for long term sustainable management. And it's really about this deeper healing that we can start to shift who we are on a cellular level so we can start to attract a different physical reality and step into that next level empowered version of yourself by letting go of these things that are not serving you, overcoming these blocks, these limiting beliefs, starting to optimize your physical health so that you can show up more vitalized, more energized, more you, and really tapping into who is that most authentic version of yourself. So this is a 12-week container. We really go deep and it's really super supportive. I'm working with you on a customized, personalized level, and you also get access to self-paced learning. It goes into all these things like regulating your nervous system, shifting your mindset, your inner self-talk, your relationship with food, with yourself, your body, um, managing stress, understanding how to nourish yourself from the inside out, et cetera, et cetera. So if this is something that resonates, please check out the link in the show notes or you can reach out. Otherwise, let's get into this episode. So when we're talking about protecting our mental health and how to turn our day around when we feel like things are turning to shit or the world's ending, or we see something and we get triggered, this is something that came up for me a few times where I got caught in not even watching the news, but seeing the news on my social media. I'm very selective with things that I follow and I don't watch the news, but sometimes news will come up. And I've definitely felt a shift when, you know, I have all of these routines and practices that are really getting me into this empowered state. And then I see something like that. And I basically have to start at almost zero again to get myself back up and shift from that victim state or that powerless state. And this is where it's so, so important. This is a wake-up call for me to be so much more protective of my boundaries and what I'm consuming because a lot of the time when we think of our environment we might think like oh who I'm living with who I see every day like my coworkers, colleagues but it's not just that it's also or even when we think about like what do I consume like what do I eat but it's not just that either it's really about what am I looking at what am I feeding into my ears what am I hearing what am I reading What am I even listening in terms of my inner self-talk? All of these things are consuming us and our subconscious mind is constantly listening. So if these things are especially repetitive, they will become more ingrained into our subconscious. And this is where we can start to see our life change for the good or the better because consistency over time compounds and it can really take a toll on us for the good or the worse. And so this was a big wake-up call for me to take even Bigger boundaries and steps to look at how am I letting social media, for instance, use me versus me using social media? How can I take that control and really be the captain here? Because I get to decide what I'm consuming and what's going to be in my life. Obviously, there are certain things that sometimes you can't control. So for instance, if your job is somebody super negative, sometimes you have to stay at that job obviously, for like financial reasons, but it's really about, okay, how can, what can I control here? How can I start to shift things and remove things that are not helping me and start to put things in that are helping me? So we really can't control external environments, but we can control what we consume, how we respond, how we take care of ourselves. And we can control really so much in our lives you have control over your day and how you feel. So I think a lot of the time we can let a crappy moment turn into a crappy day. I will put my hand up here, this has definitely happened. And if I'm not careful, I can let this happen where something even insignificant happens. And we start to spiral into, oh, I guess this day's ruined. Like even before where it was, when I was dealing with emotional eating, I would maybe have like something more than I should have eaten or something not on my schedule and then it was like well you know what I mean it's already screwed so I might as well just keep going and screw up the rest of my day kind of thing and we're definitely prone to doing this kind of thing going down this spiral but we really need to stop ourselves and consciously take a pause and remember that we can decide because yes things come up yes we will feel pain but we really decide whether we're going to make that pain turn into suffering and make a moment turn into a whole day. And so it's really about becoming more conscious and remember that we are the co-creator of our life. So one of the things that I see and hear about a lot is the news, right? Like it's not very uplifting, especially nowadays. And I've had to take very big boundaries and uh, really take much more like consciously, like consciously be aware of anything that i am consuming and when we're constantly updating ourselves with world events a lot of the time we think that this will prepare us and ultimately that's why we are also checking it it's also addictive it's initiating this fear response and it's almost like we just continuously need to know what happens so that we can prepare and that is the fear response but this isn't always necessarily the case It's obviously important to be aware of what's going on, but continuously updating yourself on the news is typically not beneficial or a way to put you into action, because ultimately we want to know what to do if we need to protect ourselves, etc. But typically, instead, we get stuck in this fear state. We don't really get any tools about what are things that are constructive that I should be doing. And it actually shuts down critical thinking when we get in this fear state. It shrinks the brain and activates the fear part of the brain, which is not like the creative part, really, the higher thinking part of the brain. So, what I usually like to ask is how do you feel after being on social media or checking the news? Do you feel inspired? Do you feel ready to take action? Do you feel empowered? Start to take note of how you feel and how you act after these interactions because this is a big indicator of how that's serving you and so for me i've joined certain groups that focus on how to prepare how to become more self-sufficient how to take action how to become more independent and just take more control of your life and not rely so much on external factors so this is something that's definitely Advantages and feel free to DM me if this interests you, but I don't find checking the news helpful in any way, especially continuously. And what I notice after is I tend to shut down and I feel like I'm spending more try- time trying to get back into a more empowered place. And it definitely impacts my health, it impacts my business, um, finances, even mental health, emotional health. And it's something that I just don't see that helps me move forward at all. So, this is why. I've taken the steps to really uh, focus on, okay, what are the things that I can be learning and doing right now? And then also really being protective of, I don't need to check the other stuff. And so we often become at the mercy of these external stimulus, which then decides how we feel for the rest of our day, but we get to decide. So ultimately this is about becoming consciously aware and having a little check-in with yourself and really taking note and taking conscious steps to step away from the things that are not empowering us. So what we focus on is really important because that's where our energy goes. And a lot of the time we're focusing on stories in our minds that might be created by us, but also by society about worst case scenarios and how you can't do certain things and how you're not good enough etc so it's really about what are we focusing on here are we focusing on doomsday and you know the world's going to shit? so i might as well not even take care of myself or grow the business or or help others or create the new past and project or get outside my comfort zone because what's the point so a lot of the time we're just focusing on the limiting factors and this doesn't help anybody. So obviously we can focus, or we can take you know, certain steps to look at, okay, what would the worst case scenario here be? And how can you prepare yourself? But then also letting that go and focusing on what is an alternative? What is the best case scenario? And which one will you start to feed? Because both are hypothetical, really, when we're looking at, well, the fear of the future and the best case scenario. Focusing on the negative won't make you feel better or improve the outcome because once we are prepared and we know, okay, I would actually react this way if this happened, then we can let it go and then trust that we will know how to react. But then the thing is when we're constantly living in the state of the shit thing happening, we are basically living it before it even happens and it might not even happen. And we're living in this fear of this hypothetical event. And we're constantly living in this fight or flight state. And so both are just as possible in the quantum field. So a lot of the time when we look at, oh, I can't do this, I'm not good enough. But then we also look at, well, what if I was good enough? What if I did do it? And both are just as possible. And you know, in the the field of quantum field, quantum physics, the realm of the universe, we are just as capable of creating success in our life versus not. But a lot of the time it's our mind that decides what you can do. And then you basically follow that. So it's really our mind that has the limits. We are unlimited, but we put the limits on ourselves. And so it's a lot of the time the mind that decides how much easier it's going to be or how possible it is. But these are not actual facts. And so it's like what Joe Dispenza says, even though you have a thought doesn't mean that it's true. So just because you think a thought doesn't have to mean that it's true. The thought is not always true. And once you start to become conscious of your thoughts and you start to question them, this can become so empowering because then you can start to look at, oh, well, where is this thought coming from? Does it have to be true? And you don't have to go down that path. So when we're focusing on continuously living in this fear state of all the negativity and what's gonna go wrong, we're focusing more on what we don't want versus what we do want. And we're also choosing to live in this vibration that is negative and low vibe. And this is actually linked to states of disease. So fear, guilt, shame, all of these sorts of things like these low vibrations are actually linked with health issues in the body. And they also don't allow us to actually attract more into our life because we're closed off. So it's not about not being smart or like just being positive, happy all the time and just like not looking at your negative feelings or not looking at your options or not looking at like the reality of what's going on. But it's really about preparing how you can and choosing where you want to live the majority of the time. We want to avoid living in the negative scenario all the time and just reliving it over and over and over again. And we wanna focus more on what do I wanna create? Who do I wanna become? How do I want to live? And so that we can start to embody that and we can attract more of that because it is available to us. Even during chaotic times, there is abundance, there is health, there is prosperity, there is joy, there is love. And a lot of the time, we just don't see that because we're focusing on the opposite. So are you focusing more on your negative goals or your positive goals? Because this is a big one that I see a lot of the time when people say they want something, but they're continuously focusing on all the reasons why they can't have it whether it means health, wealth, prosperity, career, whatever it is, relationships. A common one is, um, well, I really want a partner, but there's no good men out there or no good women out there or all the people have dated our shit or whatever it is. And this can go for health as well. Like, well, I really want to get healthy, but everything I've tried hasn't worked. I've tried all diets. And so we're just focusing on the negative and our past failures to dictate our future. And so when we keep looking at the past, we can't move forward because we're continuously living in the past. So it's really important to look at what voice are you listening to? Because awareness is really the first step. And this is an exercise I usually give my clients to start to become conscious of the thoughts they're thinking is for one day, start to write down the patterns and the looping thoughts and the repetitive thoughts that come up and see what are what's the majority? Are they majority? empowering or disempowering, like what are the repeated thoughts that come up over and over again? Because we think 60 to 70,000 thoughts per day, but most of them are negative and most of them are the same as the day before. And so if we're continuously thinking and acting and embodying the same thing, we can't get a different result. So this is like a huge mind-opening exercise that I highly recommend if you haven't done it already. And it can be really eye-opening for you. So your own inner self-talk and everyone's around you will determine your focus. And so this is where our internal state, our internal dialogue is really important. We wanna look at which one are you going to listen to because you do get that choice. Again, not every thought you think is true, which one are you going to listen to? We all have negative thoughts. We all have self-limiting beliefs, but it's really about the difference between those who are successful and who are not, are the successful people are the ones who choose not to listen to that voice you choose to listen to a different voice. And so I talked about the first of all, the inner self. So your internal state. And this is where, for instance, if you get caught in, oh no, I looked at something negative and now I feel like I'm feeling going down a scroll hole, you don't have to stay there. And so for me, a lot of things that can help me are movement. So walking, workouts. When we start to move, that starts to shift energy. So breathing can also be helpful because that will kind of shift and release energy as well, start to shift your state. Anything that can help you get into your body, move your body is really, really helpful. Getting into nature, anywhere that's peaceful, listening to music, meditation. Those are fantastic. Podcasts, I have specific podcasts and videos and people I listen to and follow who are so empowering and can get me out of that state as well and to shift my focus. Um, So it's really about, first of all, looking at the internal state. And so what I wanted to talk about here as well is when we're looking at our physical needs, this is something we also need to be aware of when it comes to um, what is going on Physically. So for instance, if you're feeling like you're not in a good state, maybe you also might need to rest or drink water or have something to eat or um, move your body or whatever it is. And so this is where you want to take into account, well, how am I feeling? What do I need right now? This is also another journal prompt I always give my clients is how am I feeling? What do I need right now? And another thing that I really want to bring up from Kyle Cease, highly recommend looking him up. He has amazing YouTube videos. was the notion of prioritizing physical health over mental health, because a lot of time if we're physically sick or we feel pain in our physical body, we take the time to get better. We go to the doctor, we give ourselves that time to heal and rest. So if we have a bruise or an injury, a sprain, a broken, whatever, we don't expect it to heal within a second. We know it'll take time and we know that we need to do things to take care of ourselves. But when we're feeling mentally unwell, anxious, depressed, scattered, lost, unfulfilled, stuck, we want to solve it right now. Have you ever noticed that like a lot of the time we feel like, why is this happening? This shouldn't be here. And we feel like it should go away right now. We shame it for being there. We try to bury it. And we don't at all allow ourselves to take that time or to even take care of it. We just want to push it away. And so we tend to get mad that's there. We try to get rid of it ASAP. Otherwise, we think there's something wrong with us. And this is a lot due to conditioning and it's starting to shift, but it's really important that we allow ourselves to actually take care of that as well, allow it to be there and really prioritize that time to take care of our mental health, emotional health too, because they're just as, as important. Why are they less of a priority than our physical health? And the thing is, These also feed into our physical health. We all know that when we feel down, we also feel it physically. We don't feel as energized. We don't feel like we wanna do things. We also might feel like symptoms come up. Whereas if we feel empowered, energized, joyful, like it also feels differently in our body. And this is also um, associated with health. So what if we actually took that time for our mental and emotional health as well? Could you imagine what that could do for our society? And So this is where um, certain things that can really help me during these times where boundaries are so much more important, self-care is so much more important, um, and really finding peace within this chaotic time. Boundaries are so important around social media, the news, people who drain my energy. So looking at like not just your internal environment, but your external environment. So what can you do to create more boundaries around the people in your life are who you're allowing into your life, how you're allowing them to take place in your life or if they're overstepping any boundaries, what do you need to do there? Sleep is so important for me. So sleeping seven to nine hours, non-negotiable. This is a really important part for my mental, emotional and physical health. Meditation, I do a morning and bedtime routine, walks are so powerful. I also do walking meditation sometimes. And walking or any forward movement actually helps to reduce the fear response in the brain, which is quite incredible. Breath work, as I mentioned, regular balanced meals, looking when you need to have a snack or when you need to have like a regular meal. When was the last time you had protein, fat and carbohydrates at the same meal? I use different herbs like adaptogens and mushrooms. I've moved my body daily. Cuddles, human connections, so, so powerful. They release good endorphins like oxytocin, all of these other good feeling hormones and help to reduce and release cortisol and stress hormones. So contact with animals as well if you don't have human contact. Puppies are incredible. They are always (laughs) talked about when we're talking about stress, like getting a dog, Um, but even just like, connection with nature. Anything that is really living can really be helpful, like hug a tree, get out of nature, put your toes in the sand, go swimming, adding fun and pleasure into your day as well. This is something that I'm definitely working on, but it's something that I noticed had a huge impact in my business, my health, my career um, from when COVID hit was not really having any adventure or fun or pleasure. And it was just work, 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 work. And that took a big toll. So it's really about how can I make time for that because it's just as important and it actually can help all of those other areas in your life. And then these podcasts and these books and these trainings and these calls and these videos that are empowering, I make sure that I'm surrounding myself with expanders. So people who are where I want to be, who are embodying what I want to embody, who have what I want to have, who are living the kind of life that I wanna live, who are living as a person that I really wanna step into. So this list can look different for you, but these are some things that really work well for me and that I'm really making sure that I focus on as we move forward because the world, I don't think is gonna get any less chaotic, but it's really about internally. If you feel more at peace and safe within, then the external world will shake you less often and to a less lesser degree than if you're not regulating yourself, if you're not creating those boundaries, if you're not cultivating that inner peace. And so it's really, really important that you focus on the internal state and also your environment externally. So I'm gonna stop it there. I hope that this was helpful for you and that you could Pull some things from this podcast to really help you navigate these times and pull it up if you need it in moments where you feel like you're getting self-defeating or you're getting in the doom and gloom or whatever. Remember that it takes conscious awareness and that we need to practice it daily so that we can start to shift. And really, I would encourage you to start a menu of things that bring you joy. So it's basically a list or things that help to shift you out of that state. So for instance, it could be like, I go to this podcast or I go check out this video or I listen to these songs or I go outside or I go for a walk or I read this book or I meditate or whatever it is so that you can tune into that list when you feel like you're in these moments and then you can start to consciously decide what am I gonna do here? Because if we are in the reactive state and we don't know what to do and we don't become aware of that, that there's another option, then we usually tend to go down the same path because it's familiar, but then we end up not where we wanna be. So I'm gonna leave it there. Let me know if this was helpful. I'd love to hear from you in the DMs, on Instagram, email and if there's anything you'd love to hear of next on the podcast also love to hear from you as well and as always if this is something that you enjoy that really helps you please share with others tag me on instagram and if you have a few moments leave a review that really helps me to reach more people because i think this message needs to reach more people especially during this time and that's really want to create what i want to create here a bigger impact